PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Happy New Week, everybody. What's up? This is Chris Kiefer, RockyMountainATVMC.com, Kiefer Tested Podcast, presented by Fly Racing and Racetech. You know what? RockyMountainATVMC.com is the premier shopping destination for us. It's the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, street bikes, and some dual sport bikes as well. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. It's so easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the shopping destination for all you guys that want stuff out there and girls, of course. Go there, check them out. I do not have a discount code. I am sorry. But if you guys do put I Listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast in the notes section, it does help me out here. And maybe that will make them get a discount code for 2020. Wouldn't that be great? Save you guys some money. Have some fun on this podcast. It's a win-win. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. I'm going to be on a jet plane in two days. I'm going to Idaho. You want to know why? Because I'm going to ride with the 2020 line of gear. I'm going to go browse the catalog. I shouldn't even say browse because when it comes to gear, I'm probably going to study it for about two and a half hours because you guys know how anal I am about gear. I love looking at it. I love wearing it. I love to give you guys the information on on all different types of gear. But for sure, flyracing.com is the place to go. Fly Racing is my favorite line of gear. Light hydrogen, kinetic mesh. They have all different kinds of stuff, though, guys. Go there, check them out. BMX, casual wear. Get some stuff for your chicks. I got Heather some stuff. Looks really good. They have baby doll tees. That's what we called them back in the day. And it looks really nice on Heather's curves. I will say curves. I'm not going to use the other word, but curves is a good word for you guys out there. And you guys know what I'm talking about. Hit them up, flyracing.com. And, of course, racetech, racetech.com. It's 2020 season. You guys got new bikes out there. You want to get some springs, revalve, engine work? Hey, what about those old vintage bikes that could be collecting dust in your garage? They do that stuff too. So go check them out, racetech.com. You guys want a little discount on that stuff? Hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. I will put you in touch with a wonderful human being named Chris over at Racetech, and he'll dial you guys in. And last but certainly not least, Pro Taper, Paul Parabinos, Fake Science. They are, they are straight up guys. They are simply the best bar. I went through all different kinds of bars. I had a buddy who had another brand of bar last week have it break in half. He is a manimal, but nonetheless, bars should not break, and his bar did. So if you guys want to go check out Pro Taper, go do that. ProTaper.com. Pick out for this bike. This is the 2020 YZ250F podcast SX Race Evo Bend. That mimics this stock bend of bar, and I use that bend of bar on all of my bikes, pretty much my test bikes here in the shop. Um, that is a very neutral, nice bend for anywhere between five seven to six foot tall. So um, go check them out, protaper.com. 
So just like I said, this is all about the 2020 YZ250F. You guys are out there like, whatever, dude. It's Snorefest. I don't give a shit about this bike. It didn't change. How much time can you actually spend on this bike, Kiefer? Well, honestly, we did spend some time on it. And sometimes when you guys may not know this, when there is a rollover year, simply put, you know, the 2019, 2020, no changes. I won't say no lightly because there is one change we will talk about that other media outlets didn't catch. I did. Or I got fed some information. So you say, whatever, it's the same bike. It's not going to be worth my time listening to. But hey, I found some new settings for you guys. We're going to talk about that. And I've also brought one of my good friends that I known for quite a long time. I don't even know how long. We'll discuss that in a minute, dude. But uh, I've been around Nick Foister for a while. He had a track up in Washington called Burnt Ridge MX. It no longer is there or up and running. It's there. It's just not running. I want to work on him to get that thing back going so you guys up in Washington have another cool place to ride. I know I liked riding there when I was there, but nonetheless, Nick Foister, how you doing, man? Oh, oh you going to grab the mic now? Excellent. It is awesome to be back. How does it, it feel to be back in California? It's more of the Kiefer experience. It's not just KK, you know? It's, <laughs> it's not just, you know, Kiefer. It's, it's, you got you to gotta encompass everything. We went... So Nick, oh dude, so you're a don't even uh, you're a man's man. You're a, I call you a lumberjack, even though what is the official title for you? I am a lumberjack, baby. Okay, you're a lumberjack, just like Jackal the song. Uh, you raced many years, went four stroke nationals, local races up north. Uh, but you life happens, right? You got to go to work, got to feed your family. You ride sometimes, but not a lot. He has a 2012 Honda Sierra 450. I thought Nick would be a great guy to join in on this podcast because he hasn't really ridden that much in the past five to six years. How many times have you ridden, really? Man, I've, I've had a brand new bike for probably five years, so it's awesome to go ride because I've always got a brand new bike and brand new stuff. <laughs> How many hours does that thing have on it? A couple. Really? That's it? Yeah, a few hours, you know. Oh, man. All right, so we brought him in because I get a lot of emails from you guys out there about 250Fs. And I say, what better way to incorporate a guy that hasn't ridden in a long time? I get emails, Kiefer, uh, I'm in the market for a new bike purchase. I haven't ridden in 10 to 15 years. Should I buy a 450 or 250? We're going to hit on that subject a little bit. We're going to talk to Nick on his opinion on the 250F because he had Yamaha 250Fs back in the day, but it's been 2011? later yeah even earlier than that so yeah earlier right so um we're gonna talk about that but let's just cut right down to it what has you you know i left you guys suspenseful on the social media what's changed on the 2020 look it's may seem minuscule to you guys a lot of you guys have air filter problems on your 2019 say kefir i don't trust the air filter element it kind of raises up uh, I feel like there's going to be, it's kind of janky. I'm going to let dirt pass through. So now for 2020, Yamaha put a grommet in the middle of the air filter element. So it seals better and it's pushed down from the air filter cage. So when your guys are riding, there's vibrations, there are harmonics. It's not vibrating that element upward and letting dirt pass through it. So it's more, it has a better seal. And uh, again, May not seem huge on paper, 
But that's a huge thing for durability, and it's good to see Yamaha change that. So there is a change on the Yamaha. It's just simply the grommet in the middle of uh, the air filter element. You can go see that up on my site, keyfringtesting.com or pulpmx.com, and you guys can look at that and check it out. So we got the bike last week. We rode it. Again, I'm going to try to do this three-rider test deal. I bring three different types of riders. We set a baseline sag for all three of us. So, again, I am the middle-weighted rider. Nick, how much you weigh? Why do you always put the mic down? Oh, man, he's got me nervous. <laughs> Why do you always put the mic down? <laughs> so, how much you weigh? Just under 200. So. Okay, so he's 195 pounds. Yeah. Uh, and I had Dominic. Uh, I'm sorry, I had another rider. Big Air Todd. I didn't have Dominic on this one. Big Air Todd, if you guys know him, he's a character. He's 150 pounds, good rider. I would say vet intermediate type of rider. Uh, Nick, where are you at these days? What do you think? Classified as intermediate-ish? Speed? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I would say. Uh, and then you have me, of course. So um, we set the sag for me, and we let these guys ride the bike to try to see if we can make them happy with a baseline sag, just like we do in manufacturer testing. Of course, that's how we do it. We have two to three test riders. We set the sag for the middle, middle-weighted guy. And we go to town. If we can all be happy, that's going to be a great setting. So look for keyforinktesting.com settings articles. Those will be up on my site, and you guys can read all about it. So right now, let's just go down to it. I think it's cool to start with you, Nick. How did this Yamaha... Let's just talk about impressions first. How did this... When you got on this YZ250F, were you expecting much? Because you normally rode 450s. You have a 450 at home. Well, yeah, and I wasn't even expecting to ride a bike. So here I am on a 250F. And yes, I've been a 450 guy uh, forever. Right. And I love them. Right. And I always will. Right. I'll probably always have a 450 to ride. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, I came down here and jumped on this 250F, and it's like nothing I've ever jumped on and felt so comfortable. And I think it has to do with my riding style now and not exactly wanting all that power the whole moto. Right. Right. You know, I was worried about, okay, I'm not going to have the horsepower. Well, honestly, like out of all the 250Fs guys that you guys are listening, I'm sure you guys are familiar with this bike if you're listening to this podcast. The Yamaha has the most torque in class. It's difficult to beat the Yamaha torque feeling, low RPM, bottom end response. I really try to tell guys, hey, don't dismiss this bike over a 450 because one, and I, and you can concur on this, is. You can last longer. Yeah. What guy doesn't want to last longer? It was funner, longer. I, I was riding eight-lap motos, <laughs> and I haven't rode an eight-lap moto even in my backyard on my 450. I can't. Right. Because now I'm scared of getting whiskey off the side of my whoop section. <laughs> right. Because I, now that 250F, I was out at Milestone the other day with Chris, yeah. and I, Preston passed me, of course. But the thing is, I was... Felt like I could hang 30 minutes. Right. And I, was, I wasn't blowing out of ruts. I wasn't blowing berms. It was fun. And right. that's the point now. There I'm creeping on 40. Right. It's time to have fun. Right. And another kicker is the starter. And, and then the... Uh, Electric start, you mean? Well, yeah. And the, another thing is I can go trail riding with it. Right. Exactly. There's a lot of things. Benefits. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't come down here to... He didn't even, honestly, Nick came down here just to hang out and do stuff. And I was like, I kind of like saw an angle for him to do this because he fits a lot of the bill um, 
he just fits a lot of the emails that I get in my inbox. And, and honestly, I didn't really care if I rode the bike or not. I mean, I did. I was really excited. Don't get me wrong. But right. I was smile ear to ear. I was pumped that I got to ride that bike. Right. Because now I want a 250F. Right. It kind of sucks. but So that's what I'm trying to tell you guys. Look. There's not a, obviously we're not going to talk a whole mess of changes from 19 to 50. You guys want to see what Yamaha did to the 2019 bike because it was completely revamped. Um, Yamaha concentrated on the 450F this year, which we will ride uh, second week of August. So that is coming up. But what's cool as well, Yamaha offers uh, the Jason Reigns, uh they have a, I guess you can go ride. They, they bring bikes out for you guys. And the, I get emails like these guys like, hey, I rode a Yamaha after I talked to you and I freaking love it. And so Yamaha gave me this little thing I'm reading off to you guys. It's basically a, a Yamaha off road demo program. It's pretty cool. You can go, there's 85 demo events in 2018. They're going to have the same um, in 19. They had that this year and they had probably even more for 2020. Um, They've had so many positive, um, so much positive feedback on this, and I have as well, where you can try the bike, and it kind of helps the sale along. And, of course, they have all different kinds of stuff. They have Blue Crew. You guys, of course, Steve Mathis is a part of that. You guys know about that. But coming from a guy who likes a Yamaha, and, I, and I've and i never been shy about it, I like the quality of a Yamaha. If I was going to ride a 250F, I would ride a Yamaha because simply because of the torque. So the engine feeling for me, um, what I when I ride this thing and I rode it at Milestone, which is kind of more of a 250F track, it allows me to ride in third gear. Again, I like to work, I like to work smarter, not harder. As I get older, uh, I don't want to be revving the shit out of my bike. I don't want to be slamming into things. And this engine allows and accepts a wide range of riders. If you Want to just lug your way around the track? This is awesome. It's a vet-friendly engine. Very vet-friendly. Now, I will say this. I wanted a freer engine feel from this 2020 YZ250F. And I wanted a little bit more mid-to-top-end pulling power. How did I achieve this? What's bitching is the Yamaha Power Tuner app. You didn't know shit about that, did you? Until they showed you. No. Even after the second, third moto, I was almost too tired to go back out and ride. And then I started learning about it. And I now I'm a professional at it. <laughs> right. And it's awesome. And now that's why I want the new bike to play with it. Right. And to dial it into my, my needs. But the thing is, no, I haven't hit a Washougal track or a Glen Helen track. But I do believe in my fitness program now. And it's awesome, let me say. Um, <laughs> you know... I think I can hang with any 450 in my caliber yeah. on that YZ250F. Right. And I can smoke them because I'm going to make up all my time and my endurance is going to be there. I can hold well, on. The, the corner speed, I think, yeah. is going to be better for you. And yes. I've watched you enough over the years. I've, I yeah. know how you ride. And to me, like, I was shocked Marlin. when I saw Nick ride. I wasn't expecting much. And then I was like, oh, wow, he's actually riding that thing pretty damn good. And I told you on the way home. And I'm like, no, honestly, he told me to. Go to the 50 track, then the vet track, and then he finally let me go over. Yeah, I did the... say go to the vet track first because yeah, I was scared. Did. I was scared. But hey, that's cool. It, it fits a wide range of riders. This engine's pretty bitching, guys. Like, it makes me want to ride a 250F. I have fun. It has enough power for me. Now, I did want less engine braking. This Yamaha does have some engine braking. So, 
I created a map that is up on my site now. You guys can check it out, or you can go to pulpmx.com. It's up there as well. I kind of got with Vinny over at Yamaha, and I said, hey, man, this is what I'm looking for. He helped me. He worked with me to get this map up. And let me tell you guys, it actually changed the bike so much, more than I thought it would. I knew I would want a less, you know, less engine braking. That would help the chassis, right? But not only did I get that, so I got less pitching sensation on D-Cell with this map. I also felt like the Yamaha now with this map is a little lighter on entrance of corners and mid-corner because I have so much less uh, inertia feeling and crank case mass. I guess nothing's changed down there, but this is the sensation that I'm getting when I'm riding, and it just feels more poppy and alive and just freer feeling. We always talk about that free feeling on this podcast, especially with four strokes, guys. It's important, and there's a balance between free feeling and having power because sometimes when you get too free of a feeling, are you learning something right now? Yeah, I've just I've heard this just the other day, and I was so going on with it. I was just we I was listening to all the Yamaha guys, and I wanted to add with this little booklet he has. Yeah, everyone was so excited when you guys were talking about it. Right, good thing, huge things are popping yeah. out from right. Yamaha. I mean, I'm not a Yamaha commercial, but you have a Honda. I have a Honda at home, and I love it. Right. But the way you guys are handling the whole thing, right. it's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, basically, this new map that I, I kind of got helped, um, well, I should say, I don't want to say I created it because Vinny gets all pissed off at me. He's the, he's the mastermind behind the numbers, right? I just tell him what I want. He punches it in. I go test. I give him feedback, and that's how we recreate this map. But we call it the Kiefer Free Feeling Map. If you guys want less engine braking, more of a free feeling, and little slightly less torque feeling. I feel like this bike can sacrifice a little bit of torque out of corners to get a better free rev feel um, that will help the chassis. And also I have mid-range improvements, so mid-RPM responses and the recovery in the mid-range is better with this map, and it doesn't hurt the top end. It actually helps the top end pull. And that's another thing I wanted to try with this engine, Nick, is... I feel like bottom to mid is excellent with the stock map, with the TP map, but I want it to pull longer. I've just got off a of KX250 2020. I liked that mid to top end free rev and pulling power. The Honda 250R has excellent mid to top. None of those bikes have the torque the Yamaha has, but I like that feeling. So if you go to Yamaha Power Tuner app, look at the hard hitting map. You'll sacrifice a little bit of torque, okay? But you're going to have a bike now that YZ250F will pull longer from mid to top. And you can shift a little early. You can let it ring out a little bit late, second to third gear. I was having troubles with shifting in the third gear and having third gear run out too far or run out too quick. I apologize. And then I shifted to fourth. On the Cowie, I didn't have to shift to fourth. I could leave it in third. So I wanted to change that. I want to, I want to work less. So go the hard hitting map. There's two pre. You can load two two maps in this this map switch on your handlebars now at the YZ250F. So hard hitting map, no light, key for free revving, light. Go try that. <clears throat> Give your feedback to me. Hit me up on my email. See how you guys like it. But dude, it changes the whole character of the bike. It gives you best of both worlds. It gives you increased uh, pulling power mid to top, but it also 
The other map will give you less engine braking, will help the chassis, make the bike feel lighter, help you corner. Some of you guys out there saying, Kiefer, I can't corner the Yamaha, it doesn't corner. Try this map. It will help. Trust me. All right? Try the map. It's up on the site. Don't hit me on my email. Say, can I get the map? It's up there. Do it on yourself. You can do it over the phone. It's, it's super easy. Yamaha has made it super easy for us to change the power character of their bikes. It's super easy. I would say other manufacturers should be doing this fairly soon. I know Get has a system coming out where you guys will be able to change your maps from their system. So um, there's a lot of cool things that Yamaha has been involved with and has been the leader in to get other manufacturers trailing them and on board. So it's a cool, cool feature. I'm stoked on this map. It actually changed a lot for me. Even though this bike is the shootout winner, it is the best bike. I feel like some of these other bikes are creeping up to the Yamaha. And having this map is only going to help this bike more. That brings me to my another point. What's up, Chris? Uh, some of you guys say, hey, how can you have, in your shootouts, Kiefer, how can you have this bike? How can you change a map? You know, because it's, these other bikes, you can't do that. There's the rules of a shootouts. Hey, man, like, it's so screwed up that you can change, you can use your power tuner app, and uh, that's why the Yamaha wins, because you can change the power. power. Well, it, it's legal in my shootout because it comes with the bike, dude. You know, it's not an extra cost. Isn't that just amazing? It's, it's crazy because... Yeah. With other, like the Cowie, you have to buy the calibration tool. A Honda, you have to buy the tool. Yamaha, it's a free app. It comes with it. You download it, learn it. If you're an old codger, okay. Oh, God dude, knows. Yeah, bring it. God knows you're fucked. When well, it, okay. When I'm, it comes to technology, yeah. you suck. But I'm you, back in time, man. But you could figure this out. You could do it. Well, I was there, and it was Stevie, within... Stevie helped you. Stevie brought his phone over, right. and he was... Within five minutes, we just remapped it all. And I'm going, is that a smartphone? <laughs> I'm getting my flip phone. I'll so. get my flip. Can I do that on my <laughs> flip phone? So don't yeah. be scared, guys out there. You can't do it on a flip phone, no, I think. No, but I mean, look it. What it's, I'm getting at it's is. It's easy. It's easy. Yes. If you can do it, I know uh, the I other guys out there can do it. Yeah. If and, you know, When I text Nick, he takes 16 hours to text me back. He's not. A, he's out in the woods. He's doing his shit. But if he had this app for his bike, he could do it. It's super easy, and that's why it's legal in my shootout because it comes with the bike and it's free. So cool, Yamaha. And I don't think it's a gimmick, Chris. I really don't. No, dude. I, I, I think every if they're not doing it, you know, backwoods, people, they're doing it. They're going to be doing it. Everyone will be. Dude, this makes a huge difference. Look, let's face it. I talk a lot about the Vortex C. He talks a lot about it. But the, <laughs> the ESECU, uh, there's only so much we could do with stock boxes. But the parameters that Yamaha set has allowed people to fuck with their ECUs and not jack up their bike, but also give you enough leeway to actually feel the changes on the track. This is going to be better. So, yeah. you know, look it. Try the ECU map. See if it makes a difference for you. To me, it actually made a huge difference for me. Um, if you guys know, there's a TP 2.0 map. There is, I have a Kiefer aggressive map that's out. That's up on my site. Look under 2019 YZ250F maps on my site. Those are there. And also, you can go check out the maps on my site. And also, Yamaha has a bunch of maps on their site as well. So you can visit their website and, and check those out as well. So, all right, let's get to the chassis. For me, it's a blend of, uh, 
it's not the most, it's not the best, most, I could just corner the shit out of this bike. You're not going to get that up from a Yamaha. Look, it's going to corner well. It, everything it does, it does good. It's straight line stability is good. It got way better in 2019 with the frame changes that they did make. Not Like I said, going to that ECU change, that Kiefer free revving feel map is better for the chassis. Um, bump absorption is really good on this 2020. Again, nothing's changed there for 2020. Uh, I set the fork up at 5 millimeters up, and uh, that chassis can cut. It can carve. It's not going to dive underneath a Honda or a, I would say I think a Kawasaki feels lighter in the corner. But it to me, we had some ruts at Milestone. The tracks that I have here at my house, it corners well. Do you have any problems with the cornering? Not at all. It's just like man riding a Buffalo. It's just tracks great. Right. How does, it, it, how does that work? What's that? Buffalo. Man riding a Buffalo? Yeah, what's that? Where's that? Uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, there there is a video about that, but if you if you're bored, but anyway, but no, I do feel comfortable, especially in the deep ruts, the, right. the lean on the bike. Yeah, it almost. I heard some people talking about how wide the shrouds were and and how it took some while. I get used to it real fast because it makes me feel. I mean, it's like you're part of the rock, kind of like locked in a little you, bit. You tuck your feed in better. Right. It's like the it's, the shroud's going to grab the rut before it's going to grab your toe. How tall are you? I'm right under six foot. I'm okay. six foot rider, so okay. I'm a I'm a larger vet rider. And that 250F, all the 250Fs feel small to me. Right. And real, just bouncy. compact. Yeah, and... just compact. Right. And this, this kind of and, and this like if you're a bigger guy and you're hopping on this YZ 250F, I'm cool. The chassis is bitching, dude. Like like I said, if you do feel like I, I was hey. grabbing gear into some turns, and that's like a 450 move. You know, like on sweepers, you come out of a tight turn. Right. Grab third, <clears throat> I'm a 200-pound rider. Come on. It pulls you right it's up. It's neat, yeah. yeah. So um, it, it corners. It does everything well, guys. Straight line stability is nice. It changed for the better in 2019. Um, there are some settings that will go up on my site that you can read about, but stable enough for um, what I wrote, and I wrote about this in my article, I feel like it's calming for a rider. And for a rider to go fast, you need a calming motorcycle. It's like... You know, when you're younger and you're scared in your bed and your dad or mom came in and has had a bad dream and they calm you down. That's kind of what this Yamaha is like. You know, it's like, it's a, that's a good one, right? I don't know what <laughs> show we're on right now. But hey, it's kind of like a calming sensation. You get on this bike, you kind of know it's not going to do anything that I don't want it to. It follows the ground well. It doesn't swap out. If you hit the bump seven times, it's going to give you the same freaking sensation all seven times that's what i like that's what makes riders go fast so this the chassis itself is very good what can we say about the suspension look sss kyb fork is the best fork the cowie fork is good uh, i know michael allen said he on, in one of my uh, articles up on my site he said he may like the cowie fork better for me i still like a yamaha fork it's amazing i'm 170 pounds it works well even on rough trash crap tracks that i have near my house uh it moves a lot in the in the stroke for a fork but it doesn't have a bottoming sensation do you ever bottom it when you're out there never did uh no i don't remember you you don't get a metal to metal clink no ever. not at all I did slow the rebound down in the fork one to help calm that a little bit. And if you guys are still getting some pitching cessation, you guys can try that as well. 
Our lightest rider, Big Air Todd, he didn't like that feel. He, he thought it deadened it too much, so I opened it back up. He immediately liked it. Look, when Big Air Todd got off the bike, and he's a picky son of a bitch, he said, dude, I don't want to touch a clicker. It's bitching. I love it. It moves in the stroke. It soaks up the small chop. I don't feel like I need to do anything. I, I forced him to change some things just for the sake of trying it, but there's not a lot for you guys out there to do to this suspension. Set that fork up. I'm pretty sure five millimeters is the stock height on the fork. Set your sag between 104 to 105. That's a good shock sag setting. And again, Nick could have got 104 millimeters of sag for his 200-pound ass. No problem on that on that bike. So that spring will accept a wide range of riders. And enjoy the comfort, guys, because that's what this suspension is all about. If you want to firm it up, I get it. I think if I was racing it, I would probably firm that whole setup up a little bit. But for me, average guy going the track, riding, even for me having fun, that stuff has great holdup and is one of the reasons why this is the best bike. There's a lot of reasons why the Yamaha wins shootout. Suspension is one, Nick. Torque is another. Ergonomics, to me... Even though we talk about wide shrouds, it fits larger riders. It just does everything well. So I like the fact that Yamaha has found something. They found power. They found a balance in the suspension. And they're not straying far from that for the past few years. They've been tinkering with it, getting it better, firming things up a little bit where it needs to. And for me, uh, it's been a while since I rode that YZ250F because Michael Allen has been in charge of that bike. And I keep forgetting how fun YZ250Fs are, dude. They're, they're a blast for me to ride. And I ride a lot of different bikes. But every time I get on a YZ250F, it makes me want one. So maybe instead of buying a bike, a little steel frame bike this year, I might buy a 250F and work on it and try to get it fast. You haven't been around the race scene, but if you listen to those star racing Yamaha bikes, dude, they sound gnarly. Like... When you're out practicing and they're behind you, it sounds like a freaking gnarliest monster coming after you. Like you're going to get freaking ate up because there's all the intake noise that thing has. It sounds bitching. It's that time. It's commercial time. Do not, do not afford it. Listen, you can get a break on stuff, discounts, save your marriage, learn something. It's fun. There's cool commercials. Don't turn it off. Thanks to the guys over at 60 Helmets. That's right, they are on board with the KieferInkTesting.com Kiefer Tested Podcast. We thank them for joining us. You have a street bike, a dirt bike, or do you pedal? You have a mountain bike. Head over to 60helmets.com. Check out the full line of helmets they offer. I'm sure they have a helmet for you. Hey, I get questions all the time. Kiefer, what helmet would you choose if you could pick one to buy? If you're going to spend your own money, Kiefer, where are you going? While there are a lot of helmets that are safe out there, okay, I do feel the safest in a 60 helmet. I've had many crashes in my ATR1. I've had a couple in my ATR2, and it has done its job. It's advanced ODS technology. It's race-proven. I'm telling you guys, and it's light. The new ATR2, it comes in at 1,480 grams. It's fully rebuildable. Very cool colorways. I trust the guys over at 60 Helmets. Maybe you guys should too. Hit me up over at chris at keyforinktesting.com. Maybe get a special discount code if you want to get a 60. 
So please, guys, go check them out. 60 Helmets, hit me up. Tell me how you like yours. And if you don't have one, maybe go get one. Thanks, 60. Have you guys checked out bloodlubricants.com? If you haven't, bludlubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils, Blood Power Sport Series, the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain, and uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils, and uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check legitimacy of this stuff because um, I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, honestly, tried it, was very surprised about the oil. Did some temperature readings. It was little over 30 degrees cooler in my YZ450F compared to some other oils I've been running. So the stuff is good. They sponsor over 250 racers from Enduro, Enduro Cross, Hair Scrambles, UTVs, Supercross now. They got some Supercross guys. So go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Use the discount code KEFER and get some percentage off your oils. They'll ship them to you. Probably get a hat or two. You know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. The one thing that bums me out about racing moto is waiting around all day just to do two or four motos. I don't want to be sitting at the track all day and have three hours in between my motos. Well, you know what? Old Timers Association has been around a long time, and the guys from Oregon Old Timers have come on board with this podcast and want me to talk to you about their series. Very cool series. I've raced them before. They have 20-minute motos, long motos. Usually, you're done by 3 o'clock. You're in and out. You get to race. Go home, finish your chores, spend time with your family, go do stuff with your wife, whatever it is. It's a fun, family-filled environment there. They have races all over. It's not just in Oregon. They have races in California, Glen Helen, Montana, Richland, Washington. They go to Hangtown. They go to Washington again in Washougal, which is very cool. And, of course, they go to British Columbia, Boise, Idaho, even Edmonton, Canada, and Fernley, Nevada. You can check out the series at OregonOldTimers.com. And you will even see me at a couple rounds this year. So check them out. Screenprintingdone.com You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t-shirts? Go to screenprintingdone.com. Neil over there is a writer. He owns the company. He is a rad human being. And he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts, hoodies, hats, different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, screenprintingdone.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you and get 10 free shirts. Be sure to say Kiefer. That's right, Kiefer and screenprintingdone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. Hey, Heather. Hey, Chris. Did you know that every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna come with a Vertex piston in the engine from the factory? No, I did not. 65 years ago, Vertex piston was founded in a small technical workshop in northern Italy. Today, because of the renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. No matter which brand of bike you ride with, when it's time to go ride or time to rebuild your top end... Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see their full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, 
Visit them at vertexpistons.com or stop in your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. And if you guys want a discount code, hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com, and I've got one for you. Save some money. Vertexpistons.com. We're back. Thanks for hanging in there. I appreciate it. I will give you a gold star later. Let's get to the ergos real quick. I tried going with, and let me just, I'm going to paint you guys a picture because I found this out as well. The 2020 YZ450F will have basically uh, a setup just like this. So if you put your YZ250F bar mounts in the forward hole with the mount back, that is the standard position on the YZ450F in this, you know, when I'm going to ride it, uh, 2020. So that is the standard position. So I was like, shit, why not? Let's try that. I tried it. You didn't try it. It was late in the day. But for me, I could go either way. It didn't bother me. It didn't hurt me. I put it up there. I felt like I could get forward a little bit more in the corner, which I didn't mind. It didn't actually help me or hurt me. But I think it's something that I could get used to. I need to dissect more, which we will. But you guys are taller. Try that. Put that bar mount in the forward hole with the mount back. That will give you some room and maybe get some more weight over that front end if you're having some vague pushing problems. Try that as well. Don't just hit me up and say, my suspension sucks. What do I do? Try that. That helps a lot. Uh, seat for me is still soft. I would go to a Guts Racing firm seat foam right away. Um, if you don't, within 10 hours or so, that foam will break down and get soft and you will hit the fuel tank if you're pushing the bike um, in corners really hard. Slamming in your ass into that doesn't feel well. So just get a firm foam. That'll clean that up and actually make you um, ride a little bit more friendlier on the bike. I like that feeling more. So um, look into a guts foam. Another thing you guys can do out there, um, do yourself a favor. When you guys do do that, uh, <laughs> change the grips out. I'm not, you got grapes. Oh, man. Uh, they're, they're Nick doesn't brutal. ride that much, but he got some grapes. I got a little bit of grape. It's a little bit of firm feeling. I don't mind it if I ride them a lot, but I haven't ridden on a Yamaha stock grip in a while. Dude, and look it at does. this thing. Yeah, that's still there, huh? Yeah. Well, huh. today... Did you pop it? No, but today we kind of flamed it. We're not going to talk about blisters, but let's touch on that real quick. You What's actually that? put contact cleaner in your blisters. That was an old... <laughs> yeah, true. Your dad told you that, right? No, that was actually... Oh, a so Northwesterner. Oh, really? Yeah. Bad so, Brad. So if you if you guys are in a in a bind, this is going to sound really bad. You got to cut it open. You got to stab it open a little bit, squirt some contact cleaner. Squ- no, you got to pull it open so you can get the contact oh. cleaner in. And Dude. you can squirt you can poke the little uh, hose the straw, inside your splister and just squirt. And if you want to really deaden it, go squirt squirt. Dude, It'll it's going to hurt like a son bitch for about 20 seconds. It deadens the nerves. But and you can keep riding. But it, you won't even feel it anymore. And you don't have to tape it. Right. Because you won't feel it. Probably not the most healthy thing for you. No. Right. And, so. and I'm pretty far <laughs> from doctor educated here, bro. So. <laughs> but don't. if you guys are in a bind, I'm not saying that's, that's what I you think, should do. And but also, I, I think uh, starting fluid will work also. Holy shit. Can't so tell people to do this. But I, here, the bad news is I've done it, and it actually worked. It's... It deadened the shit out of it. I think you it. did it out at the Atalanto Grand Prix or yeah, some dude. shit. Yeah, dude. And I was like yanking back in the bars, and there were those ones that tear as oh, you're yanking. Yeah. And I just squirted. I had my dad squirt some in the pit. 
and it deadened the shit out of it, and I was gas good. and brake clean. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, do yourself ever get some grips? Um, again, width doesn't bother me. I've I go back and forth on the Yamaha. Uh, of course, when I ride a KTM a lot, I notice what you guys are talking about. It does feel a little fat, but it, it literally takes me. 30 minutes and the bike feels normal again. It doesn't bother me in corners. It doesn't um, force my leg in an awkward position through corners. It feels normal. You just got to ride it. Give yourself some time. A lot of guys complain really quick. Give yourself some time to adapt to something, and I can guarantee that will not bother you. If you measured from point to point. It's visual. It's visual from the top because it's square on the top. Right. If you measured a KTM... From width to width, yeah. Um, and then you have that Yamaha. It's the same. I think it's millimeters, like barely anything narrower on the KTM. So just know that it's it's a visual thing. I understand that. If you guys really have a problem with it, go to Cycra. They have shrouds. You can mess with it, and uh, you can go from there. But hey, honestly, uh, we're gonna do some more settings with this thing. It's a fun bike to ride. If you guys have any questions, hit me up, Chris at KieferInkTesting Again. Two huge points for me. ECU change. The air filter element is different. You guys on your 2019 bikes can use this filter. And yes, you can put this free revving ECU map in your 2019 YZ250. It will work. I've been getting a lot of DMs about that. Yes, that will work. Um, I, I will say the muffler sounds like shit to me. I don't like that sound. It sounds raspy and loud. I wish Yamaha would change the muffler packing or the the, the muffler itself. But do you notice anything like that? Anything that stood yeah. out to you that you didn't like? No, but you know, I would love to compare it to other 250Fs before I really get too real crazy. Um, but it, I've is, always been a Yamaha guy too, so I mean, I love their product. I really do, and I'm a Honda guy too. I, I just love dirt bikes, so I no complaints um, at all. Also, too, we talk about. Um, batteries for this bike. I know a lot of you guys are going to firepower battery. I try to talk with the Yamaha guys. They're on straight up. They would tell me if they knew a problem, and it is hit and miss. Like I, I know I've got emails from a lot of you out there saying, "Hey man, my battery's dead, and it's it's twelve hours old." I, of course, that's unacceptable. I get it, and I've and I've got a few of those. I'm not saying I don't, but I've had mine, my 450F. I have never had a battery problem. Now, on our YZ250F, I've had a battery problem. It did go out. We did have to get a new battery. But Yamaha does sell a battery tender for you guys out there. So that way you guys know you guys ain't jumping them off your cars or doing some crazy shit that's going to screw up your battery and electrical system. So if you guys are interested in one of those, hit me up. I will get you a part number. I I don't have it here with me right now, but I can get you guys that. And it's just good to have, especially if you're a Yamaha guy. And um, that way... We can just rule that right out. So make sure you guys aren't screwing with that. Um, GYTR kits. I get asked that about asked about that a lot too. And for me, uh, I really wanted to try a GYTR cylinder head kit this year. We didn't get around to it. Yamaha didn't have one ready, but we will be doing that in 2020, which is going to be fun. I can't wait to ride an even faster, uh, torquier YZ250F. Hopefully those things are good. I've been a part of GYTR. I was there for six years at Yamaha back in the day, um, and they've evolved. Yeah, you've actually helped me with oh, durability. Oh, man, huh? that was so fun. All the new frames. Oh, and I forgot about that. 
Hell, dude. How did you? Dude, I've done so much shit serious? in my life. I don't remember half. Is it because I don't come around anymore? Maybe. You need to remind me what we've done together. I do, I am now. So we've done durability on that, a lot. Right? Yeah. Did we do durability on quads? Yeah, and four fifties. But all the fuel injected quads, we went over to Tennessee. Oh God, that we was... oh we we got a long storyline here, dude. guys. But they yeah. So KTM yeah contract so... riding. Oh, that's right. Yeah. God, how long? That was that was even before Dude. Yamaha. Wow, we're going back. So anyway, guys, uh, durability on GYTR. I've been a part of that and the process that they do that. And then the you Yamaha think I could slide in on one of those heads motors. If one you day? get a YZ250F, yeah. Great. Let's just mark it here on the podcast. If you buy a YZ250F, I will get you a GYTR head. You heard it, folks. Yeah, but I know you. You ain't gonna get away too. <laughs> You're not gonna get away. <laughs> shit, you still got a 2012 Honda, dude. You ain't buying shit, man. <laughs> but mark, mark my word. I'll virtual handshake right now. Nick, my buddy, gets a new YZ250F. I will get you an engine kit for that thing. I'll uh, I'll just slide my resume in on his desk yeah, before I go, go. home. <laughs> GYTR does a good job on durability, guys. They have a huge, uh, they have a large process they go through to make sure those things are reliable. And I can tell you guys, no other manufacturer out there has the durability um, criteria that Yamaha does in their accessory department. I'm fairly certain on that. I've been a part of a few. And Yamaha does a good job of overseeing that and really making sure what they're selling is reliable. So we will be testing the GYTR kit for this bike. $81.99 is the price for either that new color, like it looks like a black and white bike, but I haven't seen one up close, which I want to, or the blue. I'm a blue guy. I do not want a silver or or whatever color that is out yeah, there. Yeah, I like the black. You like you like that? Well, I like the black, but I'm the blue guy too, so I would never buy that. But yeah. I do like the black. I mean, it's it's cool. Yeah. So, uh, of course, Bridgestone X20 tires. I will take Bridgestone X20 tires over a Dunlop MX33 any day. At least the front tire I would. MX33, not so friendly for me. X20, they grip good. And uh, Travis Preston swears by them. We get in arguments at time about this, but... On the YZ250F, they do work pretty good. Bridgestone X20 makes a good tire. And, um, yeah, so just pay attention to your guys' uh, uh, manual. That's what that's there for. We always talk about owner's manual. Yamaha has a good one of those. Always check it. Your intervals on your maintenance, you can do all that. Uh, that even comes on the Yamaha Power Tuner app. You can do your intervals on that as well. So many features Yamaha offers. It's a good bike. Uh, I get some emails say, oh, Kiefer, you know, timing chains. What about this? I've heard this. Look, we've had ours over the past couple years different, you know, 2018, 2019, now this 2020. I've never had anything wrong with my YZ250F besides a battery. No engine problems, no clutch problems, never had anything blow up. Take care of your bike, no matter what color it is, and it'll take care of you. I promise you that. Use good oil, change your oil filter, keep up on that air filter element. Keep it. You make sure you guys put it in right and do it. Do the right job, and your bike will be good. Um, you can check out keyforinktesting.com for additional settings that will be up probably next week. I will be in Idaho all week next week, so I'm kind of out of pocket. Or you can go to pulpmx.com because we tag team this bitch. We do it up. We get you some more info, more media testing info than any other people out there. What do you think about that, Nick? It's amazing. 
I don't know what that else to say. Fake. That sounds fake, dude. Well, I don't know much about it. You don't. Really... Thanks, bro. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're having the show, man. Hey, <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm catching up now. Yeah, so we give you a lot of ways to get your guys' information out there. So check it out. Of course, that's why we have this show, Chris at KeyFringTesting.com. If you need any information, you see this firsthand at the track, guys. Check him out and all this stuff. It's legit. I mean, you, you see this people is good come, stuff. Yeah, people come talk to me. Come up to the truck. He's not going anywhere either. He's what? You're not going anywhere. That's the thing. What do you mean? No one can get rid of you anyway. What do you? So, it's like dirt bikes. He's a good source. Use it. Yeah. Like get a hold of this guy or email him or however you want to do it. But but yeah, if you see me at the track, come talk to me. We'll wrap yeah. about your bike. We'll try to solve some things. You guys got some issues, some setting issues. And I, and I always say this. I, I really want to do like a you know people do riding schools. Yeah. I want to do like a how to test school. Oh man, you might be on to something, right? Yeah, you could do that maybe at uh, mm-hmm. up in Washington. There you go. At that track you know about. Are you going to get that thing up and running? Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe we could run it for a certain amount of time. Close. Do you it have down any Burt Ridge it. stories out there, fellas? Hit me up on my email. I want to forward that. That'd to be Nick, cool. And we can forward that to your dad. And then maybe get the the bump flame start this thing. Yeah, let's. Yeah, it's all turnkey too. It, it'd be pretty cool. It's good dirt, dude. When you prep that thing, that thing was good. You know, that dirt was really nice. There were some fun days. Yes, there was. Definite fun motos out there. So, thank you, uh, Nick, for joining me today. Thanks for having me here. And thank you to the Kiefer family for taking care of uh, the girls and I yep. for our trip. And uh, We got you. Yeah. And it's nice thanks. to see you riding. I'm all about you riding oh, again. Yeah. You know, I honestly, I see this guy not that much. I've been training. You know, you, got, you do look slim, actually. Hey, thanks. Thanks. But I always see the smile on your face after you ride. Yeah. That's still in there. And I tell these guys listening to this podcast, man, do what makes you happy. If it's fun, do it. Because we only hear one time. Dirt bikes are fucking fun, dude. Dude, and 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 there's a lot to just it's something to do with being with you. Mental too. clarity too, man. Well, like, it's you too, man. Yeah, it's fun to do. You ride with your buddies. Just the old crew and just it's yeah, awesome. It's good. So uh all right, well check us out. Support the advertisers that support this show. It keeps it up and running. Again. Always here for you guys each week with new information, updated information about bikes. When I get back, we will talk about Fly Racing 2020 gear. We will have Husqvarna 250-350, KTM 250-350, and TPI bikes, guys. KTM is flying us up to Washington for the works race, and Dominic's going to be up there ripping two strokes. So for those of you guys foaming at the mouth about two strokes, we will have that as well. So... Thank you guys for joining me. Stay tuned next week for more information, and we will see you later.